When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Captain Sandy and Leah Ray show. And I am personally so excited for our next two guests, Kelly Dodd, who is that? Is that still your last name? It's Kelly Leventhal, but I'm so sorry. I just know you're, you don't care. Leventhal and Rick Leventhal. That's right. We're very excited. Yeah. I couldn't. You what? That is is my name. (laughs) Yeah. That's his name. So do you want me to start over or do you? You want? No, but you can call her Kelly Dodd. It's really fun. Totally yeah, you can call her Kelly Dodd. I thought it was funny. I think it's funny. good stuff. Okay. I think she should. Can you? No, I'm going to do it over. No, you do it. <laughs> no, I like it. It's good. I say we go with it. Leventhal. Leventhal. Like, people like raw. They like yeah. raw. They like okay, let's not TV cut TV. it. I like yeah. raw. I like yeah. raw and real. Because we make mistakes because we're human beings, right? Right. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So welcome to the Captain Sandy and Leah Ray show. <laughs> and I'm very excited right now for our next two guests, Kelly Dodd Leventhal and Rick Leventhal, who are like, I feel like I've known you forever, Kelly and, um, and Rick, you too. And I'm just, I'm so happy to see you happy because we've spoken a lot um, about a lot of stuff and we have daughters the same age and all of that. So yeah, welcome to our show. I'm very excited. Yeah, me too. So I have a question. Uh, when I was in that car with you, it was the Pride when we did in Gay Pride in New York. Was uh-huh. that when you first met him? No, I didn't meet Rick. I met Rick that weekend. Yeah, it was actually yeah. a few days later. A few days later. Yeah. Okay. I was single at the time. <laughs> Not for long, though. No, okay, yeah, so then maybe, long. yeah, I saw you somewhere and you go, I'm going to marry him. Or something. Oh. No, it was a second time. So we went to Pride together, you yeah. and I, and then uh, that's where we 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 talked. And then you you and I were at BravoCon. Oh, oh yeah, BravoCon. And we were remember we were getting our makeup done. Yeah. Yes. And you're like, I think you're going a little too fast. Oh yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you told me you said that. <laughs> yeah. I was like, and her. And now look. <laughs> right. <laughs> but look, when you know, you know. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it is pretty awesome because. You're an awesome guy, Rick. Like I yeah. watched you for, you know, like you were, I, I really, for me, like, cause I like serious people in the news and you were really cool to watch. I appreciate that. Thank you very yeah. much. I, yeah, I my family loved you. They loved him. My family loved you, Rick. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah the, 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 the ladies, especially the older ladies. Well, yeah, I don't know. My dad, with my whole family, they were big fans of yours for sure. Yeah. Pretty cool. So I'm excited for your guys' podcast and, um, but you know, hopefully we'll, we'll be on yours as well, but, um, I would love to have you on. I actually wanted to, um, have you guys on because I went on a, on a Ted and Asia's yacht in St. Bart's and I just wanted to know a little bit about like decorum, like 
do when somebody invites you do you tip this do you tip people like after like the after. staff so basically it's one tip at the end of the charter based on the performance but this of the crew. A charter this wasn't a charter right because if it's someone they own the yacht then we were told that you oh, yeah. don't tip because you don't they, tip you know, them and you're their guest yeah. that's right so oh, if you yeah. were you a guest of the owner of the boat yes you don't tip yeah okay all it's right, a, good. it's a no-go right you do not tip because well, we went, the, did we you? Went, <laughs> no, we didn't tip because she said not to. Right. Okay. That's right. And But Rick offered to pay for gas one time on, on the my first yacht. The, our second day. <laughs> yeah, I bet you rethought not. that after uh, you. I had no the, idea what <laughs> must have fooled that boat. And, and they started laughing when I said, can I at least fill the gas tank? And they're like, yeah, it's 50 <laughs> grand. That'll be 100,000. Yeah. 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 So, it's 50,000. So I'm, I'm not, okay, uh, I'm out. Well, <laughs> I'll give you 50 yeah. bucks. <laughs> well, so many so many people know you, Kelly, from the Orange County Housewives show. Um, and I personally, you were like my favorite ever. Um, so I was actually sad to see you, you know, not be on the show anymore because you were just so real, authentic, beautiful, outspoken and represented so much of what I would wish I could say at times. So do you do you miss being on the show at all? Um, I, you know, I don't miss being on the show. I miss the paychecks. Yeah. Uh, that I miss the honest. paychecks. I don't, I don't miss the fighting. I don't miss the, um, the fake friendships. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't miss the, uh, you know, it just felt icky all the time. Stress. The stress. Stressful. No, it was stressful. Uh, I don't miss that, but I do miss going to like, um, you know, being on like, you know, doing uh press junkets. I I, I miss that. I, I like that, you know, when I used to go on E and I would do, you know, Australia, good day out Australia, like I would do all these different press junkets. Those, you know, KTLA, like things like that, those those were fun for me. There was it was that part I liked. But being on the show, no, because you know when you when they edit you on the show, you're like, wait, people, half the people believe you and half the people don't. It's, it's kind of always like people are attacking you. I mm-hmm. I felt like, right, I yeah. can't see or do anything right. Being and are on that. are you still friends with fel- other I, cast members? Uh, no, I'm friends with Vicky. I okay. talked to Vicky. Oh, cool. that's, yeah, that's, you you were friends with a couple. I was friends with uh uh Shannon for a long time, and, and even Tamra. And Tamra I was friends with them. And then as soon as they got in cahoots together, there was some things that were said, and yeah. uh we're we're no longer we we don't speak anymore. If I could just interject, I think some of the women were scared to talk to Kelly after she got fired because they were worried if they were friends with her that they'd suffer the same fate. Mm-hmm. Which is so ridiculous to me. Well, it's Emily like, for sure. And uh, Gina for sure. I wasn't going to name names. But Kelly yeah. did not hold back. Shannon, <laughs> that's what I love about her. Shannon well, sorry, Long's on her tongue. Shannon stuck by me. She did. Yeah. She at stuck first, by me. At first she did, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. Shannon stuck by me. But, mm-hmm. you know, Shannon's very difficult. She's hard to deal with. You know, she's like, got a good heart. She's got a good soul. She's just a lot. She's... Mm-hmm. Um, she's one of those people that is so high drama that it kind of sucks the life out of you. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like it's really, really hard to to talk to her because she'll have you on the phone. What was me? Victim, victim, victim. 
And it's 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 kind of hard to have a relationship where it's like always one sided. Yeah. Like was like, you know, everything was like, oh, I'm filming today. I'm doing this. And Rick would get mad be like, she, you know, she. It would bother me because she would call Kelly complaining about her job after Kelly got fired from the same job, mm -hmm. you know, and, and it just seemed to me that she didn't have any empathy. But yeah. she would also call late at night and keep Kelly on the phone for a couple of hours at night. And, you know, when, when she would be on the phone, I'd just be like, oh, I guess I'm going to watch a movie or something. You know, it didn't really matter what we were doing because Shannon's on the phone now and she would dominate Kelly's time. But again, we're always about what was me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you find out who your friends are because I, I mean, I know how it feels to, you know, what I went through with the church where they're your friends and you have intimate conversations and you spill your life and then oh my gosh, I come out with Sandy and I'm ex from the church. And then all of a sudden those people leave me and they don't want to be attached to yeah. me because they think, oh my gosh, if I support Leah in a, a you know, same sex relationship, then maybe they'll think that of me. And it's very hurtful. Um, you know, when you think someone's your friend and just because you go through something, um, that they don't stand by you. Um, through thick and thin. Especially when, you know, most of the people from Orange County, as you know, Leah, most of us are conservative. Right. I mean, a lot, I mean, not, I, I consider myself a libertarian, you know, uh -huh. I'm, I, I have liberal views, but I'm, I'm also uh, um, fiscally conservative in a lot of ways. Uh, I believe I support gay, gay marriage and things like that. Mm -hmm. uh, but I, 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 it's just funny, like, now these times are just just even more divided mm -hmm. and there's more hate than ever and i, I it's just now it's, it's making me feel like wait am i a right-wing republican because i i i people are just so hateful you know they call you racist they call you a bigot they and and it's like the, it's these people that to me are like these white woke social justice people and you're like what are you talking about? You know, like they try to paint you. They try to, yeah, yeah. Label you things you aren't. Right. It happens every day. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's pretty crazy because um, I work for the billionaires before the TV show, right? So I was shoulder to shoulder with the decision makers on the planet, right? They're the billionaires, and when you when you work next to them or <laughs> and for them, because I was their captain, you hear their views, and it's really they're in the middle, which I think is really important because when you run a big corporation. You can't be left or right. You have to be in the middle because you have so many different personalities and nationalities you're working with. Um, and that's, I, I think, what the maritime industry is great about as well because you're, you have to, your opinion and what you think of people has to stay with you. It's really none of your business what other people do in their personal lives. And right. I think when you're on TV, people get to ha take shots at you and um, they don't live there their authentic life, like they are pigeonholed themselves. So they project it onto us, like the people in the mainstream media, which is very difficult. And one of the things that I've been able to stay grounded through this whole fame thing is because I know who I am as a human being, like my feet are on the ground. I know that without this TV show, I will continue to be a maritime in my industry. I will continue to be a captain without TV, right? I had a successful career before I got to television and a lot of people are threatened. So when they see someone that's as beautiful as you and as handsome as you and as beautiful as you, a lot of people and are you. threatened by that because they want that, but they don't know how to get that. But 
It's not the outside beauty, it's the inside beauty. And I think what I really love about both of you is that you are authentic. And what is on your lung is on your tongue. And sometimes you don't have a filter, and that's what makes you so... I love it. Yes, and I think it's so awesome. Remember when I saw that video of Kelly, um, you know, about the the ex-husband thing, right? Yeah. And and I go, oh my gosh, I need to call Kelly because I don't have that backbone. I so much wanted to just lay in bed and just Although she did put it on Facebook the other day, and she took it I texted Kelly, and I said, I wrote, fine. You know, because I was afraid, I was afraid, like, um, which I love about you. You're just, you're fearless, but with a reason, like you don't just fight or for things just because like you really are well thought out and well spoken about why you're doing what you're doing. And same as Rick, you know, you're both educated, really smart, amazing people. So Kelly is remarkable in that way. And I tell her this all the time. I've never met anyone like her. I've never met anyone as raw and a filtered as she because is. he gives a filter me yeah I, because I, he was I, I had to have one my yes whole career. of course I couldn't, right I, same i couldn't be out or he'd be like my, the other guys I mean, yeah, <laughs> right now today i i was very very careful my entire journalism yeah, career and then i meet kelly who is like the opposite of careful she just says whatever's on her mind and when we do what we do a daily show now on on youtube and and sometimes i look at her and go you want to leave that in there? Like, cause she just, you know, <laughs> closed off the edge. And she's like, yeah, I don't care. I feel like I've just totally misunderstood all the time. And it shows you the power of media and the, the power media. of bullying and how people can bully you and, and twist it and change. Like, yeah. you know, just everything in the press for people who have lost their careers because of something. Right. Those, those, those keyboard warriors in the back, like, like, why are you so angry? Like I'm on a, a group chat and it's like, why are these people so angry what what, yeah. what is making them so mad and so um you know it's yeah. hard because it's again so hard. when you're on television it you can't really it's so funny i was just in tallahassee and i had to be i have to be very careful um where i position myself next to who and it's just it's ridiculous i don't have to agree the one thing i really admired about being in tallahassee is the republicans and the democrats are all friends and they get along it yeah. isn't what you see on TV. It's really, it was really incredible. And yeah. how, you know, uh, they, they're allowed to have their views on certain points and you can have that disagreement, but it doesn't have to be war. No, exactly. Right. Like, right. We can all disagree. We can agree to disagree. We can yes. learn from each other's yeah. ideas. And exactly. And that's, that's why you were such a great to. reporter. Like you, you did such a great job because I feel like you were always fact driven and not opinion driven. No. And so many And I was could... actually in Tallahassee for 31 days. But during the hanging shad uh controversy back in 2000. Yeah. But he watches some things that are opinionated and he he can't stand it. Like Yeah. Y- you know, you'll watch some things with some of your old coworkers and you'll yeah. watch the opinion stuff and you're like, "Oh my god." Like cuz it does take... sway the the person who doesn't have a solid grounding of who they are. It's like a lot of people are struggling just trying to figure out who they are. So when they hear this on television or through social media, they I, they're like, "Oh, that looks great. Let me go with that." And and then all of a sudden they have their opinions. They don't have their own because they've never really formed mentally and and uh taking care of their own uh mind mm-hmm. and uh, created their own belief system. And that's really it. It's like, you can be influenced by anyone. That's why we have influencers. I was just sharing with Lolo. We called it peer pressure when I was growing up. 
right? So I started smoking pot because my neighbor, actually, my first drug was a quaalude because she handed it to me on the bus. And it's like, oh, you, uh, you know, what are you, one of those? I was, I was a good kid. And then- well, I remember and then, quaaludes. I yeah, 714, like changed my life. It was the magic bus ride, I must admit. I mean, I was so, a teenager in the 70s. I did my share of quaaludes. We sat on uh, Wolfville on Wall Street. And that's all yeah. I know. That's, that's hilarious. Voice. That's, that's an funny. Fiction. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. So, uh, and yeah. then, so I was talking to- uh, Lauren and saying you my, could be my daughter. you could be through peer pressure. She goes, we don't, we don't, I don't, I'm not pressured by my peers. I go, I go, okay. Influenced because she identified with that word because I go, people get paid to influence people on social media because they influence. And it's just like, and that's the same thing. And when these people have these crazy thoughts and they start getting on that bandwagon by attacking us, it's like, just calm down. You don't know me. You don't right. know who I am. You just see what's edited on television or yeah. what someone else's opinion is. But when you meet me, you, I guarantee you'll change your opinion of me. Yeah. Which, yeah. Which, Leah, you're only in Colorado because of your daughter, right? Yes, she has one more year of high school, but we stayed here. She moved, Sandy moved from LA to be with me, which thank right. God. So not, um, love, love, you know, that's love. She reminds me She's every day. She's gonna give me a t-shirt that says <laughs> every day. I moved here for her. Yeah, I'm here. <laughs> People are here and they're like, they stop us on the, her on the street. Not. And I take the pictures and uh, they go, That's why like are me. you living? That's yeah, like exactly. And they go, why are you here? And she's like, for, for Leah, for love, you know, but we're building a home in Florida and we're going to be out there for sure. I'm, I'm definitely not a Colorado. I'm not a cold weather person. Right. Colorado is um, a great state. Colorado's right. amazing. In, in, in Florida. Jacksonville. Ponte Vedra. Yeah, Ponte Vedra. Oh, Ponte Vedra. Yeah. Live there. Yeah. We yeah. Come up there. Yeah. We love yeah, it. Like Nocatee area. Yeah. So we're very excited. That's and beautiful. Beautiful. So I beautiful. love it there. Yeah. But what you said about um, about being on TV, that, that reminded me of, of one of the things that Kelly and I talked about quite a bit is that if they had asked her back, we, we are convinced that they would have tried to make both of us look bad. You can't control the edit. You can't control how they portray you. And, and I think that's one of the things that, that, you know, we continue to see. Like, I feel like, I, you know, I, I, went, I saw uh, Teresa Giudice and Louie in St. Bart's and... People can't stand Louie. And I was like, that is so sad that she's in love with this man. That's her rock. That's her everything. And people are beating up her on her husband. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm looking at that and thinking that would have happened to him if he would have been on an extra year. You know what I mean? And I formed an opinion about Louie based on what I saw on TV. And then I met him and I was like, I, I really like the guy. Nice yeah. guy really liked the. I mean, really yeah. liked him. Like he was a, a fantastic person, nothing like you see on TV, but you know, some things always happen for a reason. I mean, if he would have been on and again the next year, I, you know, I'm, I'm glad that he's not part a part of that. Yeah. He's too professional for that. I think. Yeah. 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 Oh I, yeah. I mean, I you know, your show's very different than mine. So, and you have a different, you have a different production company. And I, you know, I always talk about this on our show. We evolved together because obviously we're doing a job. So there's a lot of stuff they can't really interfere with. And I think, um, I always say this, if you have bad behavior, that's the, then that's bad behavior, right? So a lot of the clients, it's like, I have a lot of people that want to come on the show and they go, but they'll edit me poorly. I go, they don't edit you poorly. Your actions are poorly. So if you have poorly actions, they're going to kind of edit that in because it's more exciting yes but it's just be mindful of the amount of alcohol you consume because it, you at that point and this is me i always say yeah. when you lose control they gain control right so just don't lose control 
Because when you lose control, you've handed over. Those are wise control. words. Those are really wise words. Yes. <laughs> I told her that. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> my sister actually told me that. I'm but just teasing. I told her sister. <laughs> yeah, my sister told me that because I was doing a watch what happens live. And yeah. she goes, remember this, Sandy. When yeah, yeah. you lose control, they gain control. Yeah, and I'm like, so true. right. And then for me, because I'm in recovery, I always could never, I was always in trouble because of my I lost control mm-hmm. and the alcohol took over. And that happens so often, especially on your show where, and I'm sure, I, I'm sure watching it, it's like, holy shit. I actually acted like that. Oh they yeah. They can't edit oh, bad behavior. How long have you been sober? 33 years. Oh my. Wow. But I didn't get sober until I was 25. So I've been arrested. I've been rejected i've been affected you know oh. i've been infected and i've had uh i've been kicked out of my family you know like like doors have been closed on me because i was the total destruction tornado that ripped through everybody's life and it was you know car crashes jails institutions and almost death and i finally got clean at 25 it, and it was i was older mm-hmm. but it was my time but after 33 years, you, you still consider yourself in recovery. Absolutely. Because it's a daily reprieve contingent on the maintenance of my condition, the work I put in. So some days, we, we just learned this yeah. today. I love this. More often, the depressed people are living in the past. Mm-hmm. They're thinking yep. about what they could have done differently. The people that suffer from anxiety are living in the future, what could happen. So they're anxious about because they don't know. People that live in the present are usually calmer. More balanced. More balanced. Mm -hmm. And so what I, the daily reprieve is the balance of staying. We're taught, I I use, I teach, I show, tell me. Yeah, if I go through something, she goes, stand on my feet. Yeah, so look at where your feet are. Take a breath. She goes, yeah, where are your feet? Yeah, where are your feet? Because where your feet are isn't where your head is right now. And so, because you're a forward liver, like you, you are, you're, you always think about what could happen. So you yeah, have I'm that. a planner. No, I am. Well, not the I'm planner. I'm a planner. Not the planner. Yeah. Planning's different. Well, oh, the She's fear the of the future. The fear of the future. Well, yeah. I'm a planner. No, I'm like that. I'm, I have anxiety because I'm always afraid of what could happen. I yeah, guess. I'm the same. Yeah. yeah. So, and it's like centering back. And, and so we are not there just to take. We're there to give it away too. So that's why I go back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting. But we, she'll come to me and say, hey, babe, I think I need to find a meeting today. You know, like, it's not like there are days where she's like, I need a meeting. Oh, yeah. And it's like, what do you say? It's a, it's like, it's like a dust, like the, like the like, magic, like dust. a magic dust. Just helps like her. sitting in that room. Cause I know I'm doing the right thing. And then you'll hear someone share an experience that they've gone through and you don't feel so alone. And you're like, wow, that's how they handled that. Or they dealt with that. You, so you walk away with sometimes tools to go back and use. Uh, for me, that's why you see who you see on TV for me is everything I learned working a 12 step program. This was not a leadership course. I did not take the Dale Carnegie uh, leadership thing. I didn't go to all these conferences. I went to a 12-step program, and I worked the steps. And that's why people go, oh, my God, you're such a great leader. You're so patient. You're so kind. You're so this. And it's because of all the work I've done and continue to do because it's a daily learning like today. Now I know I shared this story when I took over Captain Lee's show for a little bit. Very hard to do, by the way. (laughs) And um, I was intimidated by the boat, and I looked back, and the 
champion, gold medal winner, Hall of Famer, tennis pro, Gigi Fernandez was behind me filming over my shoulder, waiting for the moment for me to take it off the dock. It was blowing 27 knots of wind, and I'm like, the cameras are in front of me, and I know the producers are thinking, is she going to take it off the dock, or is she just going to sit here? Because <laughs> I was like going back and forth, because I was living in the future, like, what if I hit those rocks? I what if I, I get set up here? What if I lose an engine? All this stuff was going through my head, because it was a thousand tons, and I've never driven a boat that weighs a thousand tons Every the uh, 600 tons was the max, a thousand tons is a lot. So I finally take it off the dock, which is really cool on Gigi's charter, made it out the channel, very narrow. And then as I'm coming back in, I lose steering. So Ooh. now I'm like, holy shit. And I'm going too fast because to slow a thousand tons down takes a lot of engine and to slow it down. But they re I regained steering and it all worked out, but the inside of my body the feelings I had were crazy, but I, I didn't overreact because I just stayed focused on what was happening. Mm -hmm. Good job. Good job. Yeah, amazing. <laughs> I, I got some gray hair. It would be a better story if you wrecked the hair. boat, though. <laughs> I know. I thought it would be good footage. That's what I thought, but it would end the show because have we you ever have wrecked a boat. boat before? No. no. Oh, yes, once. No, I didn't wreck it. But I owned a 72 Mangusta, I had a partner, and I ran it aground. So I was going in, in intercoastal, and I had Norma Therese in the car and the boat. And I was like, what happens on the boat stays on the boat because it went whoop. It was mud, and I oh, just yeah. backed out because I wasn't paying attention. I didn't. Have you guys ever heard of that yacht, Mad Summer? Mm -hmm. I haven't. The Same. one that was arrested? <clears throat> oh, was that, that was monkey business. Mad Summer. Yeah, I know Mad Summer. You do? Yeah. It's we a nice went on boat. that boat. We toured it once. We toured it once. Oh, cool. While it was docked. <clears throat> yeah. Bill yeah, Gates uh, uh, chartered it for, I think, $2 million for a week. Yeah. It's a beautiful oh, wow. boat. Mad yeah. summer. Yeah. So you guys are, um, I saw you guys, are you flipping houses or you built something new or is it Palm Desert or Palm Springs or? We, we bought a house in de in Palm Desert and gutted <laughs> it, uh, completely renovated it. Put a pickleball court in it. Uh, oh my gosh. We want to, I want to play pickleball. Yeah, it's uh, it's a really cool spot. It's just two blocks up the hill from El Paseo, like in the heart of Palm Desert, and so so that's a rental a rental property. And okay, yeah, we're making and then, making money you know, on it. House in the Hamptons, it's also a rental property. So, but we so you know we spend as much we're time there as we can in between tenants. We're going this weekend, and then um, we'll we hope to to live there at least most of the year. Um, once first on the most I'm I'm like I'm in a jail sentence. You know, like here in living here because I have one more year to go and I'm like, oh, like me to the beach. So like the last year is going to be the best year here in Newport Beach, I think, because, because five doors from the sand. Like it's amazing, this location. Yeah. So yeah. we're out bike riding, walking. Like we're yes. really healthy here. Yeah. Right. I miss Newport. Where's your house in the Hamptons? Like what city? Uh, in West Hampton. West Hampton. Yeah. It's AJ right Hammer. off the bay. Um, AJ it's a Hammer. really uh, nice piece of property, two thirds of an acre, just tiny, like crappy little house, but um, great, great views and, and yeah, quiet. Yeah, on it. Too. Yeah, make money on it. That's yeah. where I met Kelly. I was having a, a summer party. Uh, oh, a BravoCon when I was with you. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty oh, that's awesome. Right. I love the Hamptons. We were, Hamptons. we were at Pride. At Pride. Yeah, at I Pride. love the Hamptons. I wound up with Ramona at Ramona's house in Southampton, and then oh, Ramona met a buddy of mine the night before, and they hooked up, and my buddy was coming to my party, and Ramona's like, let's go, come on. I'm drag Kelly and Maya out kicking and screaming and yeah. somehow and to, to convince her to fall in love with me. See, that was meant to <laughs> That's be. That's so great.
And and your daughter Jolie is doing well. She's the same age as my daughter, so she's yeah, they're exactly they're going to be senior. She got a yeah, job like sure. right down the street from us here at a restaurant as a hostess, and she's she's crushing it. She's making uh, she busses tables, so That's she'll come so home great. with tips, and they're like it looks like she you know just got off the pole. Because yeah, there you go. It's so nice to have our our daughters work, though. I mean, I, I'm making Lola pay for her own gas, and she Me gets too. her her braids. They're she's like, hey, mom, I'm like, yeah, go get a job. You know, yeah. it's just it teaches them so much skills. Yes. Like my friend, uh, my cousin's son's 18. She's like uh, Rebecca's son, Dylan. He's 18. She's like he's never had a job. I'm like, wow. Julie came home. She was like. She learns how people, you know, to, to answer to somebody, right. to like need a task. She knows exactly how much things are. Got to be on time. Got to be on time. Right. You know, teaches responsibility. I mean, there's so many good things mm-hmm. to having a job at 16 years old. Agree. Yeah. Better appreciate the value of a dog. So now she was yep. like, now she knows what, how much things are. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Right. You know, yes, that's it. The work ethic. So I spoke to a university of kids and I'm like, you know what? This guy that spoke before me, he's like, go change the world. And I'm like, it was my turn. I'm like, go change the work ethic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get up. Yep. Get up. Yeah. Get up. Yeah. Get up. Clean that, your that's room. Right. That's what yeah. I love about our show because it does show a good work ethic. Like it definitely highlights that they play hard. They work hard. Oh, and I love that. Oh, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But those... I think working in a ship, because I said I would love Jolie to do that. Oh, oh, yeah. it it Because you get to see the world. You can collect all your money and, you know, not have any place to live. Like, you don't have to have a car payment. You can just bank, bank. all your money in. But it's hard work. Like, hard work. send her to school. Send her to the, there's a, San, a class in San Diego. It's one week course. It's $1,000. It's called STCW. Put her in that. She needs a physical and um, a, a drug test. Two things. Those. That's all she needs. One week. Send her to me. I will get her on a boat. Does she have to die? Oh, wow. No, she does okay, not. That's a great, that's a great no. offer. Thank you. No, but you know what? We're 50,000 crew members short today. Great. Our industry went up 900% during COVID. That's why I was in Tallahassee talking about the maritime industry, the workforce development. Her charity it was really, is to raise money. Yeah, to send yeah, to um, get uh, the edu- starting in Florida to get uh, the maritime industry into public schools for kids to say, hey, this is an alternative to college because right. not everybody's West Point material or college material. Or even if you do go to college, you might go, hey, I actually, this is a great industry. We have the best parties. They're, the parties are epic, first and foremost. Secondly, it's lucrative. You make a lot of money. You're surrounded with different cultures, different languages. You're immersed in, you're out of the bubble and you go see what the news is like over there. And you go, wow, this isn't really opinionated. This is just reporting the facts. This is actually really interesting. What do those make? Uh, So uh, 3,500 to 4,000 a month plus medical, plus they get a month paid holiday a year. So they get two and a half days off per, per month. Uh It's... They pay for nothing. Right. There's right. no living expenses. But there's so many different like positions, right? Yeah, so in that's that a industry. yacht crew, right? Mm-hmm. So then you can advance. If you want to go the deck route and become a captain, just say, I want to work on deck. They'll put her on deck. If she yeah. wants to go interior, learn the wines, learn all the service. There's so many different t- types of service. But you, she could be a young intern for a charter broker company. Charter brokers make sales a lot. And- and, or, or sales, and they mm-hmm. make a ton of money. Yeah, it's been interesting to watch 
coming into her world and you become a family too. Like the relationships she has are lifelong and they're amazing worldwide worldwide in the culture. And I'm thinking, wow, like this is amazing. It's very Mm -hmm. unique. And once you're in and they see that you have a good, strong work ethic, they'll be behind you. Like, Mm -hmm. um, Kevin Merrigan, I'm just going to use him. He founded Northrop and Johnson. He didn't found Northrop and Johnson. He took it over, but he's the chairman now. I sold it to Marine Max, and he's just all about, he's helping me with my charity. He's behind it. Um, but he, too, he goes, Sandy, we need people. We need people. And that's the whole reason him and I were in Tallahassee three days ago mm-hmm. was to for the workforce development for the maritime industry. Yeah. So all she needs, there's a school in San Diego, and she needs her ENG1, which is a medical. I'll, I'll send you everything. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. And what, yeah. what's the minimum age? 18? 18. And we'll go yeah. visit them, Kelly. Yes. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> so where are you guys on your podcast? Are you guys on Spotify, Apple, Patreon? Uh, where are we on? I don't I know. I think like all of it, all really. Of it. Yeah. So basically, um, this is our, we changed uh, producers, obviously. And so now we're going to do seasons instead of weekly, which is easier for me mm-hmm. um, because of the schedule. The schedule is hard. Yeah, it's hard. Um, and then, you know, yeah, because Leah has a, an epic story to get out there as well. And I want people, f- this podcast is to help. I, I always want to give a solution to something because, you know, there are a lot of listeners for everybody, right? Everybody has their thing. I'm not the Bravo salacious person. We're not that we're like real life stuff that's happening. And that's the solutions we want to give with this, which is really cool. But, you know, fans of yours, of course, and I love what's on your lungs, on your tongue. So I think that's important, especially in today's world with kids. It's okay. Yeah, and it's okay not to agree. And we're, people are can still be loving and friendly and give each other grace. And I think yeah. that's what we try to do. The next right thing is yeah. in our lives is, um, you know, obviously like love is love, but truly walk the walk, um, you know, in our lives. And it's, I don't know. We it's just all good. To, yeah. And we're so happy. Oh, good. I'm glad. You guys look happy. Sandy's done now. Yeah, because I have questions for you. (laughs) Off the camera. Okay, we're done. Off the camera? Okay, do your thing. Close it up. Oh, close it up? Yeah. How she is? She goes, close it up. (laughs) Yeah, close it up. Yeah, yeah. No, you close it up. I don't know how. You don't know how to close it up? (laughs) Well, anyway, thank you everyone for joining us on the Captain Sandy and Leah Ray show. And we're so happy we got a chance to talk with Kelly and Rick, right? They're amazing. Totally. And if you haven't subscribed to our channel, click on the little clicky thing and subscribe and support our channel. And we look forward to hearing from you. If you have any questions, feel free to write us. Yeah. Thank you. And thanks for, thanks for joining us. Thank you for having us. Yeah. yeah thank you. Don't Enjoy. go yet. And we we okay. hope you're listening to check out our show too yeah. on uh, patreon.com, the Rick and Kelly show. And also on YouTube, yes. we do a daily smash every day on YouTube and we have a lot of fun with it. Yeah. Yes. Fine. I watch it and I love it. He has the best best voice. The best voice, exactly. Yeah, he does. (laughs) I know. Nothing's gonna hold me down again. I'm letting go to rise above. A Huda Media Production.